even think you can understand that. I thought I thought it was me talking drunk one night. That's uh, what I thought it was there Anyways, it's the Tequila Chronicles. Uh Byron and Jason here. But I'm gonna say it with a little more enthusiasm. So Come on. it's uh Tequila Chronicles with uh Byron and Jason. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so we've uh we've ordered some sushi and now I've ordered some Japanese. And so Jason was like, I don't know what else to talk about, but there is. There well, is. Well let's talk about it. What you got? How did we first meet? And let's go down that road and all the dollars we have spent on tequila and touch tone. Oh, yeah, touch tunes too. Yeah. Uh-uh. I meant charity. Um, <laughs> okay, so, oh, God, what, three years ago? Yeah. So, three years ago, we went to a soft grand opening of the GS. I thought it was even before that. Well, no, no. This was See, when this is when Fancy Pants worked at GS. This this is why it's going to. How did you get invited then? I was married to the bartender there. Well, that's what I thought. I've met you before. No, this was the night when we were sitting. We both went. This was the this was the first unofficial day they were open. Okay, it was me and you and God. It was a handful of bunch of old people. <laughs> I mean, it was a bunch of old people there, dude. Yeah? So, I'm sitting there on one end of the bar. I'm sitting on Fancy Pants' side, and you're sitting on uh, the ex's side. And uh, I order a shot of tequila, and you order a black Cadillac. I'm like, what in the fuck is a black Cadillac? And you want me to tell the crowd? So, please, tell the crowd what what a black Cadillac is. All right, for those who like bourbon or want want to try bourbon and that can make a margarita margarita you take margarita mix instead of using tequila you use woodford and you sugar the rim and there's actually a bar back we had a bartender bartender at the bourbon bowl that started pushing that more was it uh seven no it was uh the guy wasn't it? No, it's the girl that got sick. Taylor. 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 Ta- Taylor was like, "That sounds gross," and she tried it. She like, always makes that face up. That that. She tried it, and then that's all she pushed. So, anyways, back to your story. So we're sitting there, and this guy on the other side of the bar orders a. A black Cadillac. I'm like, well, what the fuck that is? And at the time, we we had drink tickets because it was a soft opening, and the people that were invited had a couple drink tickets. Well, knowing that I was currently married at the time, um, I asked the bartender over on the other side, what did he order? She said, a black Cadillac. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? And she said, basically, it's margarita with bourbon in it. I was like... Which they didn't know. I brought it from me. I I used to drink it when I was in Jacksonville, Florida. That's 
really good. Dude, I've, I, that's like a nationwide drink now, dude. Yeah? I seen it on a movie the other day. Really? Yes, I did. Did not yes, know that. I certainly did. So I was like, let me get one of them. So I tried it. I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I was like, this is really, really good. So that was a, it was kind of a, a soft meeting of, I, I knew who he was. And so I was like, okay, so we're going to fast forward a little bit. So, Byron, was this before you moved? Yeah, so there was a time that I come up here and the people of the GS and I are really close. And I was actually, uh, yeah, we were lining somebody up for a phone call one time or a meeting. So, anyways, um, they were getting the bar together and I was up here at the time for to do do something else and um they finally got it open they had a bartender who really sucked and then they hired your ex come in there and we chit chatted and then um i think i was here about four months i left for kentucky so during that time um i was not a a shot drinker I drank bourbon and beer, and if I did have a shot, Jack Daniels had, and I still have one of the glasses. Oh, the honey shots. The bee sting. The bee sting, so, yeah. Yeah, so Jack Daniels had a, what are you, a chiller. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, Jack Daniels chiller. It had the honey and the cinnamon. Fire. Fire, Jack Fire. Yeah. yeah, and the shot glass actually has a angle divider in it and so you pour one half honey one half uh fire and so that's what i would drink and then jack fire is good though i really like i would rather take the jack fire over fireball it's not as over the top cinnamon taste to to me yeah it's it's got a little bit more of a subtle smoother taste to it i i like that i really truly like that a lot so I don't know what what do you remember? Oh yeah, my memory really sucks. Um, the past couple of years, but anyways, what I can vaguely remember some stuff, but maybe you know remember. So that. the way that I personally remember it is the ex. I showed up to the bar one night. You were there. Me and you were just kind of bullshitting around, and we we were getting along. We we've yeah. always gotten along. And and, and 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 I'll bring it up again. There's a lot of things that we're totally on opposite ends about. I would say like ninety percent of all topics were completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. But the ten percent carries a heavy way. Heavy. That's heavy. So we were sitting there and we were drinking and I think you asked me, he's like, What are you drinking? I was like Tequila. I think you offered me a shot of tequila, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck no!" I was like, "No, man, come on, try it." Because it's... so, so I'm going to show my ignorance here. Now, I'm starting to remember a little bit because I remember back when I was in Dallas. Uh, I, gr- I spent my high school years in Mesquite, Texas, outside of Dallas, and I just remember the guy drinking the Jose Cuervo out of a plastic bottle, the brown shit. <laughs> And and then you're like you introduced me to the silver or the blanco, 
and then go ahead. Yeah, I was like, uh, here, let me get you a shot. I got him a shot of uh, 1,800 silver, and I was like, I was like, if you don't like tequila, and this is for all you people out there, if you don't like drinking tequila, you want something to kind of smooth it out a little bit, get you a little pineapple juice on the back end of it, smooths it out really, really, really good. So, <clears throat> I told him it was like, get it if you need some pineapple juice. I don't remember if you... I know. drank it straight. You drank it straight. I, I've always took my liquor straight. Well, occasionally the bourbon. That was because, my you know, thing. you know, that always just kind of follows the general rule that we have. What's the general rule we have? What are the two things we don't do in this world? We don't chase women or liquor. That's exactly right. And I got that from G.E.'s song, a rap song. Well, you know what? And he we drinks bourbon. We can learn a little bit from everybody. So, so, so yeah. So, I was not, a, and our, our, our food's almost here. So, I was not a tequila drinker. And then it kind of went from there. So we hung out, and then at the the old GS, there was a Touch Tunes for for oh, those. The Touch Tunes war started, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, those were good times. Um, so Touch Tunes, for y'all that don't know, is a jukebox that you can run basically from your phone. And it become one of those. Oh, do you like this song? Oh, do you like that song? Oh, or oh, I forgot about this one. What do you think about this? Yeah, and yeah. we would love that thing. We would probably spend equally as much money on that jukebox as our bar tab. We'll call it jukebox uh, yeah. as the bar tab. But uh, but what one of the fun things I remember, and it's. And now that the bar is closed, I'm going to go ahead and tell this. Yeah. So, before the bar closed, you can buy as much alcohol as you want. Yeah. Right? And they, once they're done, cashed out, you can have it there. And since the bar is closed, I'm going to talk about it. We would buy enough alcohol to last us two hours after they closed. Yes, we would. And what we do is as his ex would clean up, we'd sit there. And drink our drink and and play our music on touch tunes. And the owner grudgingly let it happen. But she's making 50% on what we spend on the jukebox. So we've already bought enough alcohol to get us to 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, the thing is, is we were technically added security for for your ex. But I just remember just... The music and just sitting oh, there. Oh, music was good, but I, but the the seal of the deal friendship thing was when we went to our first charity event. Yeah, so I remember this. The funny thing is, this is fun stuff. So the owners of the GS, some people know, it's actually. The male figure in my life is my hero. Yeah. I, I, so Jason's checking out our ads. I added that. Oh, yeah. Is And then, of course, his wife. Um, hey. So, no. My, my. I'm talking about the owners of the bar. Oh, okay. So uh, they think I've lived this life of almost... Shelteredness. Shelteredness. 
not knowing that at the young age of 17, I've been in a Dallas strip club drinking a beer with a bunch of race guys. Polyamorous relationships with a whole group of people, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, did, they, didn't, they didn't know about my true, true past. So what was funny is Jason and his ex uh, asked me if I would want to go to the strip club, right? Absolutely. And I was kind of hesitant to even go just so I wouldn't offend the people in my life. We'll call them that. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. That's the Myrtle Beach donation, too. I think you said fuck it. I think I remember you saying the words fuck it. I really do. I said or fuck it. F, no, you said the F word it. I said fuck it. I'm going to go change. <laughs> <laughs> so so we went. So we went. We had a fucking ball. We had a fucking ball. We we always go out there and we have a good time. Um, you might. Is this the. No, that's not the night. What are you talking about? The one night you crippled that chick? <laughs> no, that, that the first night was the Bert Myrtle Beach donation, and that was the one that I thought. Oh, the girl that she was paying, helping her get her way to the beach. Yes, yeah, and she was that. a pretty lady, and she never come to the table, but yet she was smoke, and your wife would go smoke, and then yeah. your wife got her to come over. Oh. But I was kind of fast-forwarding to find out that Jason and and his ex had a close friend that worked at the establishment. Yes. And they come to the table. And of course, we'll be all over the place. And she comes to the table and hangs out with me, and or us. And the table is, I'd say, 10 feet from the stage. And I have always... And I had a friend that used to talk about wadding up ones and throwing it at yes, dude, at the dancer. And so I did. I was literally wadding up $1 bills and throwing them at the stage. And to, the point, great, dude. to the point that the bouncer comes over and says, Sir, please don't do that. And your friend who worked there says, I don't care as long as you're giving them to me. Except... Don't fold them long ways. Yeah. She said, don't fold the bills long ways. And so if you guys are trying to picture it, it's like you take the one long ways and you fold it like a house. So the next time she got on stage, I want to say it was about $15 to $20, was around the stage, folded as a house. (laughs) And I'll never forget her saying, I fucking hate you. (laughs) She did say that. She really did. So, but you know what? You know she doesn't do that anymore. No, she she's doesn't. she's retired from that business, and uh, well, we, it, we miss it, you greatly. Yep. Even and, up uh, until the last time we went with her up yeah. the street here, she was still trying to hook yeah. me up with with ladies. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah. great, and uh, I think the world over nothing but pure respect. I'm not going to throw no names out, but you know who you are if you know who you are. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I think that's where the bond actually came was at the strip club between liquor and and naked women, at music and, and music. Of it course. was more music, I think, because you would play one, then I play one, and I play one, and I mean, it wasn't just. Byron, like, if you had to guess how much money we have sunk in touch tunes, just touch tunes, nothing else. 
I I'd go hundreds of dollars easily. You know, I wasn't even thinking hundreds. I was you know, thinking thousands. thousands. Yeah, probably thousands. I would if yeah. I if I had put a dollar on it, I would say between both of us, twenty five hundred easily. I, between I the GS, uh, between um, the hot dog place, between Bourbon Bowl, between you at the hospital, playing it at <laughs> some other place, us sitting at the GS and playing it at Waffle House. Um, and we won't go into details. <laughs> of the, the, <laughs> we would play the opposite music of what the crowd uh, would want to hear. Oh, the worst, the absolute worst was, I don't remember if you were here, if you were there that night or not, but we were sitting at a bar, at a biker bar, and one of the patrons comes in and he plays a song, and I am not bullshitting you at all. One of the lines of the song was, she left me for Jesus. Mm. And I thought, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Because not really the kind of music that you think of in a biker bar. Um, so, Byron and I made the conscious decision anytime we see him come in, we would just load up the jukebox with shit he didn't want to hear. And we would play the hardest, heaviest, and roughest music we could find. Because, yeah. well, that's just who it, we it, are. It reminds me of two stories. Uh, one story was, of course, y'all found out that I haven't turned country quite yet, but there's a singer that I really enjoy. That's a country singer, but he's a little rockish. But there's a a guy that come in, and do you know where I'm going with this? And he started playing country songs to the point oh, yes, I know we exactly couldn't what take it. And if you guys know Touch Tune, you can fast pass it. And what it does is cost you twice as much. Jackson and I fast-passed it so much, his song didn't play until like two days later. Two days later, because when they shut the bar down, they cut the touch tunes <laughs> off, and when they cut the touch tunes on, it picks up where it belo- where it left off at. Yeah. So, it played two days later. We played enough songs into the next day, then the following day it played his song. Then, And then the next story is, you remember we went to this, can we call it out? establishment um, that has a lot of like drinks like Woodford and Wild Turkey. Oh, yeah. And you yeah, can go I mean, bowling there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to call you out. And yeah, we're Bourbon Bowl. Free, Bourbon Bowl was... So, so the thing about Bourbon Bowl, when I had my heart attack, a lot of the bartenders were... They did come up and were like, we were worried about you, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was great. But they do not play rap music. Do you and know I, where I'm going with this? Have, they have actually they have rap music blocked on their music selection there. The closest you can get is Beastie Boys. Yeah. That is the honest to God. Do you truth. know where I'm going with this? I don't think I remember. So we decided to find every song that was sexual. Yeah. Oh, we played a ton of Prince that day. Like Prince oh, Cream, yes. Prince Get Off, anything that was sexual. Because they told us that they didn't think rap was uh, appropriate in a family setting so we were like well we could still be offensive yeah and <laughs> so any of y'all that know me being offensive <laughs> doesn't bother me at all i mean don't I, cross I, this line and yeah, then we cross it and then we're we cross it and we're like what 
But we we honestly got between the touchdowns and the charity events and alcohol and the alcohol and the bars. That's how we've bonded over this. And then we we've had also had some some uh, personal shit that we've bonded over also. But that's for another podcast. But yeah. We that's how that's how me and Byron got to know each other. And then um and then just the fact of just doing everything. I think I think this year you were going through a tough time, so I loaded us up to be busy. Yes. And we we are broke. Broke as hell. Broke, but it's been a good summer. We've seen a lot of concerts. We've been on vacation a couple times. We've we've been to a oh my god, a ton of bars. Um, yeah. We went to Myrtle Beach. And visited a couple bars there that was... Well, do you remember the name of that one bar that was so good to us that one night? You know, I would... And no, I don't, because I was so tired. I were, and, and, and we had been drinking all day, yeah. and I really didn't want to go out. And you're like, let's go. So we go out to eat, and then somehow... Uh, your buddies who who canceled on us... John and Julie, they recommended this place. So, so John and Julie, if y'all are listening, I we love you guys. I know y'all canceled because y'all didn't get into Myrtle Beach late, late that yeah. night. So, so we go and uh, we had a ball. Definitely, Jason. Next thing I know, we had all types of people hitting on us. It bar, was the bar owner buying us drinks, like yes. two rounds. Well, the bar owner bought us around, and then the bartender bought us around. So. Yeah. It so. was really great. We had such a good time there, and I'll go back. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember what the name of it is, but, you know, this is podcast two for the day, so you know that when we do podcasts, we have to drink, so. Um, Are you asking for a shot? Well, since you brought it up, let's let's do another shot. So, so what we have to do as a tradition here at... I'm making the Tequila a, Chronicles. Making a beast thing. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you just fucked my whole train of thought up yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. We we have to do a shot of uh, tequila. And once again, we're drinking Cabo tequila. Um, we're getting ready to get our grub on again. Excellent, excellent tequila. So, all right. We're, we're, we're going to make this one a short one. Yeah. Our next one's going to be... Pretty fun Saturday. Yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do I'm one on a turkey Saturday. We we've been invited to a friendsgiving, and uh, they don't know it yet. But we're going to kind of do a live little thing there. And I'm, we're gonna have everybody on at some point. It, well, yeah, yeah. I think we should. We'll try. Yeah. So, but for those who wondered how two oddballs have met, um. Here we are, and this podcast wasn't really our idea, was it? No, we were we were actually approached by several different people of, hey, y'all should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. And, and they've regretted ever since. Yeah, because we're just all over the fucking place. I mean, it's... So, but, 
But we're right. getting better. We're getting better. We all really right. are. Thanks to them. Yes. Thank you all. Growing crowd. Yeah, so we're going to do a shot in all y'all's honor. I was going to say uh, that and friendship. And to friendship. All right, guys. Thank you. We're going to go grubbing. There yeah. you go. There's the backstory of the Tequila Chronicles. Yep. Yeah. Kumbaya, motherfuckers. <laughs> we out. <laughs>